All right, welcome back to the second episode of season three, and this episode is all about Carrie's boobs. We're going to talk about breastfeeding and my journey of how it's been. So, fast forwarding to today, as we're recording this, we are currently almost in week seven of being postpartum, and so it's been a little bit of a journey for me from the from the very beginning. And I guess now, you know, thinking back and going from. A couple months ago, even before Ellie was born,、uh, Reed and I took a couple of the classes at Kapiolani Medical Center in Onawahu, and now they're virtual because of COVID and everything. But I took a, some of the classes, and the hospitals really, really encourage breastfeeding. So from the very, very beginning, I think I've always felt a pressure to to breastfeed、uh, because not only the hospitals also say it's the best thing, but everybody around you, I feel like. It's like an expectation that a woman has to, to breastfeed, you know, and to to be able to feed their baby solely from their breasts. And so for me, and I think if you follow my YouTube channel, I've said it many times on my YouTube channel that one of my goals was to breastfeed from the very beginning and to breastfeed all the way at least till she's a year old. And not understanding really what the commitment would be, I think when you when you make that commitment because. You're not. You don't really understand what it's going to be like until you're in it. So, that was my goal. I think from before Ellie was born, and just feeling the pressures. I think of what a woman's expectation, I guess, is when she has a baby. And the pressure is real because it gets presented to you in this process of getting pregnant and giving birth. That breastfeeding is an important part. Especially that I think it matters who your doctor is and who your who the hospital is that you go to. So the hospital that we went to, obviously, they really want to encourage breastfeeding as a as a part of this whole process. You know, understandably, it's going to be different for every single woman. But I think everybody that came in to visit us while we were in the hospital room,、uh, you know, it's it's about carry, it's about making sure that the baby can latch and the baby can feed and and everything's all good. So to me, I think there's a lot of pressure that gets put on a woman. To have to make sure that the breastfeeding part about this whole equation works, so I can understand. You know, it was difficult for you in the beginning, and it's new for your body too, right? You've never had a baby, so you've never breastfed before, and we don't really know what to expect. We've only heard or we've been told through classes this is what's going to happen. So, to me, as an outsider looking in, it's different、uh, for you know watching you actually go through it versus. Academically, trying to learn about the entire process. Yeah, I mean the experience is totally different, I believe. And so, you know, after Ellie was born, it's just for me. There's just so much, and for every woman, there's a lot that goes on in for a woman, and so much transition, especially when you have your first child, because you're healing from the waist down. And you know, if you had a C-section, your your healing even your your healing process is is even longer, right? And on top of that, now your boobs are. Getting sore because you have like a little baby、um, trying to get milk from you as well, and it's just a shock to your whole body and your whole system and everything that you've you've experienced up until that point. And so for me, so Ellie had a really hard time latching at the from the very beginning, and when she did in the beginning, I also didn't know you know what should it what it should be like and everything. And even with the help of the lactation specialist that came into the room, it just it didn't really get any better. And so,、um, by like the third or fourth day,、uh, my nipples were pretty.、Um, how could I say? Like, 
they were bleeding and it just, you know, it was pretty sore. So very, very painful. Then when we took Ellie for her first appointment to the pediatrician, uh, our pediatrician recommended that I go see a different lactation specialist, which I did. And so when I did see her, um, she recommended that I take a break from breastfeeding for a couple days and um, I pump and just kind of let my breast heal for that time and give Ellie the pumped milk, you know, through bottles and all of that. And then slowly kind of get back into the feeding, which is what we did. And that really helped. Um, but something I forgot to mention was going back to the first couple of days, uh, we did have to feed her some formula because it just, my, my, my body wasn't able to produce enough and my milk didn't come in and it was, she was crying a lot. And do you remember a lot about that time from at the very beginning? Yeah, it's very stressful. The beginning part of breastfeeding, uh, colostrum is produced by the woman's breast. And so initially the infant, uh, right out of the womb, is is getting the colostrum, which is very high in protein and nutrients and everything the baby needs to start survival outside of the womb. And so you're getting the colostrum, but by day two in the hospital, you could tell that Ellie was hungry and the colostrum wasn't enough to sustain her. Uh, in fact, that second night was very difficult for us with her basically waking up almost every hour and crying. Uh, so much so that I remember the nurse came in with formula and asked us to just try that instead. And that did satiate her for a longer period of time, which allowed us to get a little bit more rest. But I don't think your milk came in until we got home, right? I, it didn't come in until like the f- maybe that Thursday. So it, it took about four or five days. So for those couple of days, we did give her some formula. And honestly, inside I did feel guilty because I felt like, oh, I'm failing as a mom because I'm not able to produce the milk that I'm supposed to produce, you know, and I don't know how many other moms felt like that or feel like that when they have to give their child formula, but it's like ingrained in your mind that you're supposed to know how to breastfeed and you're supposed to know how to do this, uh, which really is not the case, I, I feel. Or if it is, uh, your body and your mind just take, it takes a long time to really understand and to really be able to to do this for the first time. Well, you definitely have to be strong-willed to go through this whole thing because if it takes three or four days for your milk to come in and basically your baby is just sucking the life out of your boob, you know, trying to get whatever they can out of it, and it's painful because you've never done this before, there's a lot of patience and a lot of will that has to go through to make sure that this happens. So for new mothers out there, I can see why it's so easy to give up, right, really early on because you're in pain, because you're trying to heal from giving birth, because your baby is not getting what you think is enough food. You immediately just go and you give up. And I think that's where probably a lot of people fail when it comes to breastfeeding early on. That's just my opinion. I'm the husband. What do I know? But, you know, I, I can see that, you know, for a new mom, it's difficult. And, you know, there's not much you can do from my standpoint to support this other than you try your best to make sure that, you know, the mom is comfortable and that you're getting everything you need. But they do encourage you to pump a lot because I think pumping more in the beginning helps stimulate your milk and helps it come out easier. Even with pumping though too, like from the beginning, I didn't know how to one work my pump, and then I, I like I had to YouTube it because I was like I don't I don't really know. There's all these different settings on it. I don't I don't know which setting I'm supposed to use, and it just felt so strange to put these. What does flanges. pumping feel like? It feels like I maybe it's like what what you would think you know when you see a cow being milked, but like your each breast is like getting pulled out and the milk is coming out. 
it's just it's a weird feeling and it it takes a long time or a, a, at least for me a week to really get used to i mean the first couple times i pumped i only pumped maybe for five or ten minutes because i was like this just feels so weird like it doesn't feel normal you know or natural and um you know now i know that you're supposed to pump for like 20 to 30 minutes but it just if you hear the little sounds by the way that's our daughter it reads carrying her as we're recording this but Yes, pumping in general for me was even that I had to get used to. So there was so much about breastfeeding that um, wasn't easy. And so I would say the first two weeks are pretty rough. Uh, I did continue to feed her every so often. And then I would pump and then we would feed her the bottle. And so we had a pretty good system, I think, going on. And then so at about week three or four, Reed and I got COVID, and that was pretty stressful for us as a couple, not necessarily because we had COVID, because we're both vaccinated and boosted, but we didn't know how Ellie would react and if she would get sick or if she would have a fever, because an infant that young, if they have a fever, then they automatically have to go to emergency and you know they have to be put under IV, and it was think- thinking about all of that was really stressful, so... Thankfully, you know, we did mask around her that whole time Um, and we didn't have to take her to the hospital or anything. She didn't have a fever, but because I had a fever, Reed focused on, you know, just giving her the bottle. I pumped for like the first day and then Reed had a fever after me or something. And then because of that, then I kind of fed her, I breastfed her more. So we kind of like switched off from when we were sick and because of that, Ellie started to take my breast more. And I think after that experience, then she really took to the breast and I I took to breastfeeding. So I feel like that was like a turning point for us. What do you think? Yeah, because I think actually now she prefers your breast over the bottle. It's good because we can still transition. There, There's feeds through the night that Carrie does uh, breastfeeding wise. But then in the mo- early morning, I will give her the bottle and she'll take it. She'll struggle with it for a little while, but she'll take it because I think her preference is, of course, to be on her mom's chest. So it's it's interesting how that transition happened after we got COVID. But I think it's good that she is able to go back and forth. Most people that we talk to say that having um, the bottle feed plus the breastfeed is a good thing uh, versus just having your baby hooked on one. Yes. So since then, I would say it's gotten a lot better. Um, the latch in general has gotten better both both Ellie and I feel very confident now about breastfeeding, I, I feel. Both Ellie and I feel very confident now about breastfeeding, I feel. I can tell she feels confident about it. She can tell when she, she's going to get breastfed. Like I take out the boppy pillow and and I can already see her face kind of light up. And, uh, you know, for me, I feel confident now to be able to breastfeed her and to be able to provide for her. So my schedule now is I pump about three times a day in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the night. And in between, I'm always breastfeeding her. Um, but because of that, I do have, I was able, I've been able to make a supply of milk that we can freeze um, for later. And then I also have some for Reed to put in a bottle and feed when um, she just needs more sometimes or um, when he does a feeding in the morning. Yeah, so it's it's been a little while. We finally got a, got a routine down. And for Ellie, you know, the main thing is that she's getting nourished. And I think you'll find that when you have a newborn baby, they drink about an ounce per week of life in the very beginning. So uh, she's at the point now where she'll drink multiple bottles, multiple ounces in a day. And it's, you know, or in a feeding sometimes because she's just so hungry. But um, 
you know, we've gotten a good routine down. I think there's a lot more support carry feels around, you know, being able to pump and breastfeed and, you know, it's not as painful as it used to be. And I noticed that, you know, you're less hesitant to just whip it out and, and feed her, especially if we're out and about. And, you know, it's, it's good because you know that there's a, a connection and a bond that's happening with you and Ellie every single time it happens, which is something I want to talk about because it's unique, like for a mother and a baby or a mother and a child, breastfeeding connects you guys in a different way. So maybe you can talk a little bit about that, how you feel your bond strengthens by the fact that you are able to breastfeed Ellie. Well, I definitely do feel closer to her. And I feel what I think one one thing that I do feel is that there's more trust between the two of us, if that makes sense. Like, and and that, that to me in the beginning is my goal as a mother to provide that for my child is just, I want her to be able to trust me, you know, and I want her to know or feel that she's in a safe place and that she is comforted whenever she needs to be comforted, especially, you know, at a, such a young age. And so I do feel like those bonds have strengthened and that Ellie does feel safe and she feels, I don't know if she's happy, but I do know that she feels calm, especially when she does breastfeed. So I do think that breastfeeding in a sense help those bonds get strengthened, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense because I feel detached a little bit sometimes when I feed her. You know, you're holding a bottle and you're watching an infant take milk out of a bottle. Slightly different, I think, from having that come from you. And I'm not the one producing the food. So there's, I think I feel a little bit um, disconnected because of that as well. You know, it's not like when you get older and I can come home from work and I cook dinner and that's for my child. That's her food too, Right? Like you're producing all her meals. And so... I, I think that there is maybe a different connection and not that you feel like you're not a part of it, but I just feel like it's different for the father to, you know, be a part of this part of her life when it comes to her feeding and her getting the nourishment that she needs. So how do you feel right now? Like what is what do you feel like your role is to provide for her in this in her infant stage? Well, I mean, obviously, I still have roles of feeding and I still have roles of taking care of her and changing her, making sure she's clean and she's safe and she is provided for financially. So I think that those are my roles for right now. And, you know, not that it's any different from you because you have those those same uh, roles as well. But I just think that the only difference is, uh, especially right now at this stage in her life, is just the feeding part because I can't really contribute to that other than just giving her a bottle. Yeah, that makes sense. I think one thing that's been challenging for me um, and through this process more so is realizing how much of your time that breastfeeding and pumping takes up because, you know, when you think like, oh, I'm going to breastfeed and it's going to be great and and I'm going to be out and about and I can just, you know, whip, whip it out and she can eat whenever she wants to eat. And, you know, you think about like how easy it would be. But really, like breastfeeding is a commitment because it's it takes up so much of your time and your body for in, in one day. Like in a day, I breastfeed probably five to six times a day plus pumping and pumping in general is 20 to 30 minutes every single time. Right. So every three or four hours. I'm either pumping or I'm breast or I'm breastfeeding. So it just, you know, I, I never get a full night's of sleep anymore, which is totally fine. But these are things that you're not aware of when you're pregnant and you're thinking how glamorous breastfeeding is going to be. 
but it really does take a lot of your day, and it really is a big commitment, especially if I'm going to continue to breastfeed for a year, which I still am planning to. But it is a big commitment. I realize that now. You talked a little bit about in the beginning having a stigma around breastfeeding. Like there's almost like this external pressure on women to have to do it when you when you give birth. Do you feel like that's a fair thing to say, or I mean, it, does that exist? That stigma around breastfeeding. I, I do feel that it does, you know, and I feel that um, people that don't breastfeed. I mean, I don't. I don't really think anything different, you know. Like I feel like as long as your child is fed and you're doing your best, then that is that's the best thing for your child, right? But I do feel like there is a pressure around women to. To feel like, oh, you have to breastfeed. Oh, you're not breastfeeding. Oh, why not? Oh, you're using formula. Oh, you know, and I definitely do feel like that expectation is there. Um, and it's probably from an older generation. I think now formula and everything that we have to offer babies, they're so good, you know, and it, it's not any different probably than the breast. I, I wouldn't think so. I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know, but I just, I don't want to have judgment towards others that um, that either can't or choose not to for other reasons, you know. And when Reed and I were in the hospital and when we're, when we're talking to our doctors, even they have different opinions of breastfeeding. Um, our lactation specialists, obviously, uh, they are very much 100% breastfeeding all the way, right? Against formula. Against formula. And then when you talk to some other doctors who just have a busier schedule and it just wouldn't be possible for them to breastfeed for a, a year and to be 100% bre- breastfed because of, the, of their job obligations, right? Then they had to supplement with formula. And it's not a bad thing either. So it de- definitely depends on everyone's schedule, what everyone's life is like. And I think, you know, I've realized that too, you know, when after having Ellie that I do feel like there is a stigma around breastfeeding, but I think the more that we talk about it and people have conversations about it, that other forms of feeding your baby will be widely accepted and there won't be this judgment around people that can't breastfeed or choose not to. Yeah. I mean, there are some children like my niece, she had a medical condition. She could not take breast milk in the beginning. She was almost solely formula fed, you know, and she, she turned out physically fine. And, you know, they're, like you said, I think they engineer these things to be, if not better than breast milk, maybe in certain situations because of the nutrients and the, um, the things that you can get from formula now, not that, not to say that anything's better than the other, mm-hmm. but I think that there shouldn't be this pressure placed on women to have to do something. Yes. I think it should be based on your ability and based on what you feel comfortable with. Because like I said, watching you go through this, I could easily see how somebody could give up on breastfeeding in the first week. Cause it's just, it's difficult. And with everything else you're having to deal with, maybe that's the last thing you want to do is have to also <laughs> deal with that. Um, talk a little bit about like changes to your body when it comes to breastfeeding, because I mean, I obviously I noticed physical change for you. <laughs> what physical change do you know? I mean, things get a lot bigger than before, <laughs> but I, from your perspective, because not only does your body change from getting pregnant to get, you know, giving birth and now you're, you're getting your body back and you're healing, but the one thing I think that doesn't change for a while, especially if you're breastfeeding, is are your boobs. So what things have changed and how do you feel about that? And just what are some of your thoughts around the physical changes around breastfeeding? Well, you kind of mentioned it, mentioned it already that my boobs have definitely enlarged. And it's 
It feels so strained, honestly, because I've always been like a small chested person. I've never had a issue with, you know, having anything really big or anything. And so it's, it is a weird feeling and it's not only the fact that they are enlarged, but it's also that they're very heavy now because there's milk inside. And, you know, I'm constantly thinking like, okay, do I have to express my milk? Do I have to, you know, pump or is my milk is, you know, is it okay if I wait a couple hours? And so that's always like top of mind now is how heavy are they or or how dense do they feel? Because the longer that I wait and the longer that the milk is in there, the more dense and the more hard your breasts become until you express your milk, then, you know, they get soft again. So all of this is so weird for me. Like the whole thing was such a change and um, a shock to my body just in general, like going through six weeks of postpartum um, probably was, I would say it's challenging, you know, it, because you're just not used to seeing your body change so much. And yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah, because I mean, throughout the day, you will talk to me about just how it feels, right? Whether it's getting swollen and heavy, or you feel relieved that you pumped or you fed, or you can hear her crying and you start leaking because it's like your body is telling you like you have to give milk now. After I come out of the shower, then it's like a faucet like that got turned on and I'm just dripping my milk everywhere. And I'm like, what's going on? Why is this happening? Yeah. So, I mean, physically, you're going through a lot. There's a lot of changes that go with breastfeeding, but I think the more you do it and the more you you feed and you pump, right, they're most most likely you're going to produce more, which is going to cause more of this engorged feeling, I guess, all the time. Every single time something has, has to get expressed. But, you know, I, I think physically I give you props because you go through a lot and your body is changing and it'll change again when you stop breastfeeding, I'm sure, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be constant change with all this. But the positive thing about breastfeeding, too, is that you definitely have are able to shed more weight, I think, and shed some of the baby weight off. So explain why that is. I believe it's because you're burning more calories as your body is continuing to make milk. So they say that your body can burn up to like 500 extra calories. So you're actually supposed to be eating more. I don't know if I'm actually eating more, though. I feel like my eating habits have gone down from when I was pregnant. I don't think I'm eating. Do you feel like I'm eating a lot more from your perspective? Um, I think you're eating the same. I don't think you're eating more. Yeah. But I think your cravings from when you're pregnant are different. But like you're saying, you burn more calories when you breastfeed. So that in conjunction with the fact that you're naturally getting back down to, uh, you know, your pre-pregnancy body weight, it's it's happening a lot faster. I think in the six weeks since you've um, you've had Ellie, you've dropped about how, ma- how many pounds do you think? I've dropped about 25 pounds so far. Yeah. So if you think about that, that's really quick, right? That's like four to five pounds a week for the last six weeks. And you normally people don't lose weight that quickly, right? Yes, but I'm still not to my original weight. It's still, I still have to drop another 50. Well, you just got clearance to do exercise. So, you know, maybe that'll help, um, you know, speed that process up. But another thing I wanted to point out was, you know, you are what you eat and all this. And for breastfeeding, especially, you know, the baby is getting the nutrients that you're taking in through your breast milk. We've noticed that, you know, 
depending on what our diet has been, it changes Ellie's poop color because obviously the nutrients she's getting through the milk is and different. How, how gassy she is. How gassy she is, <laughs> uh, how often she goes, right? It's a kind of a neat little poop experiment that we're going through right now. But, um, you know, all these things that we're learning on the fly and we're learning as we go or we're learning through our doctor or through YouTube or through friends or family, you know, everybody has an opinion about all this. I think what it boils down to is as a parent, as a mother, you have to do what's right for your body and what's right for your baby. And, you know, sometimes those things may go against what other people are saying. But we know our bodies and our babies the best. And it's it's hard because you want to make sure that you are doing the right thing. And sometimes we question whether or not we know what the right thing is to do. But all in all, you know, it's been six weeks. Um, we're still at the beginning part of this journey. And you're finally getting used to breastfeeding. You're finally not mastering it, but um, it's becoming a part of you. And so now going back to your original thought around, I wanted to do this for a year. I want to make sure that I can breastfeed. Like, are you still on track for that goal? Do you still feel like that's something you want to do? I still feel like I want to breastfeed for a year. I know now what it'll look like, though, because of the commitment I'm going to have to make. Um, And that would be, you know, now bringing my pump places if I'm not with Ellie or just kind of thinking ahead and understanding that it's going to take a little bit more mind space to plan around if I do choose to breastfeed for a year. But that still is my goal. And I still would like to continue. And right now, you know, I think I'm in a good place with it. I think that Ellie is enjoying it as well. And that, you know, we're on track. So, so far, so good. And for other people out there, I'll just tell everybody what they told, you know, others told me is just don't give up. And even when it gets hard, if it's something that you want to do and that you can do, then, you know, just keep, just stick with it because it will get better. So reach out to us if you or, you know, somebody that's going through similar things or breastfeeding, you know, we'd love to connect and just talk about that and make sure that, you know, we can share pain and share stories of triumph with that because it is a hard part of this whole pregnancy journey. Um, you know, breastfeeding, people think it's just, you know, something that naturally happens, but it's something you have to work towards. So thanks, Carrie, for sharing a little bit about your breastfeeding experiences and going through a little bit more detail around like what it's been like and physically for you, what, what that um, feels like to go through all this. And uh, you're holding Ellie now and Ellie's happy and she's fattened, fattened up and she's healthy. So we know that it's working. Um, but, you know, if anybody has any questions or would like to reach out to us, uh, please do so. You can reach us uh, on our Instagram at The Hawaii Couple, on our Facebook, The Hawaii Couple Podcast. You can also message us on Carrie's YouTube channel, Carrie Tyra, or message us on her blog, hawaiifoodandfamily.com. Thank you to everybody for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Be kind, stay together. Bye.